Lightworkers Unite is a podcast and social show hosted by intuitive women, lightworkers, and most importantly, friends, Mayuman Manjeet. Welcome to our podcast, Lightworkers Unite, where we believe there is a lightworker within all of us. Whether you are a medium, an educator, or a nuclear medicine technologist, there is a lightworker within you, and we have work to do. This is a safe and sacred place where lightworkers connect, grow, and learn, and share our light with the world. We have a very special guest with us today, Mr. Anthony Russell. Anthony Russell is a psychic medium and expert tarot card reader. He embodies the romantic vision of a psychic from New York City, sophisticated, well-traveled, articulate, and a master of several mystery traditions reflecting the melting pot of his locale. A Manhattan native, he is well known as a highly sought-after reader and also as the owner of the former Zodiac Lounge. He discovered the tarot when he was nine years old. He says, I was drawn to the cards from across the room. I was fascinated by the colors and the composition, and when I got closer to them, they almost appeared to be moving. They were very fluid to my vision. Anthony read tarot as a way to support himself through his university degree and his postgraduate degree. But that's not all. After he closed the Zodiac Lounge, Russell focused on his readings and pursued an advanced degree in clinical psychology at age 61. Not to open a practice, but to give better counsel in his readings. Russell has been a natural medium since childhood and says that he often gets disincarnate beings, often a relative, who join in on his psychic readings in order to give advice to his clients. Here he is, folks, so stay tuned. You're going to absolutely love this interview interview. Ooh. All right. Yes. Hey there. Hey there. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Angie. Good Look morning. We have here. <laughs> Guys, we welcome to Lightworkers Unite. We have a very amazing, awesome, badass, gorgeous in his pink collar, uh, special guest, Anthony Russell, which is also aka Anthony Central. Is that still? Well, that's my... Well, you know, that's the name of my website, anthonycentral.com, because I was using it. I do many things. I do consulting. I do psychic work. I work as a medium. I have a bunch of friends that try to track me down that I dodge. So it was like Grand Central, Anthony (laughs) Central. And it sounds like a pretty cool name. I love it. It is a cool name. Yes, so cool. It is so nice to see you. We've been chatting, um, but now it's lovely to see your beautiful Soulful yeah. face. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Not yeah, at all. You, you look fantastic. I'm telling you. I, yeah. I, the minute I, I, like I said, when I met you before, well, over Zoom in class, I was very drawn to you. And, and then I was shocked to hear your age. Uh, shocked, which is? It'll be 70. On May 21st, I will be turning 70. Woo-hoo! And if I make it, I will be oh. all middle fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I, was told that, I was told that I wasn't going to make 30 in the 70s because it was I was in my 20s in the 1970s. It was a very perfect timing. Yeah. You're not going to wow. live to 30. It's like, yeah, watch me. So now I want to go for triple digits just for spite. Oh, good oh. for you. Good for yeah. you. Yeah, you got a little fire in you. Yeah, Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> just a little, just little. a little bit. I love, I love it. Well, happy Valentine's too. Day as well to yes. both of you. This is yeah, a lovely Valentine's Day. Yes. Lovely, we are lovely recording day. on Valentine's Day, so we're all in pink. Who knew? It could have been we're red. All, 
Yeah. We're all I mean, recording on Valentine's Day, which kind of, you know, so much for that. <laughs> no romantic breakfasts anywhere. <laughs> you know, no, that's not happening up in the Russell House. This Russell House. Yeah. Or this one. Either. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After the first well, two years, all bets are off. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. It's like we, we got this. We got this. Well, um, how do you want to start today? Miss Moon, do you, do you, should we start with one of our, our question front loaded questions? Yeah. Well, a lot of the times it's uh, like, you know, how did you get it? How did you get started? Like all of that. So I'm going to ask you um, and it just disappeared, but it's one of the questions that we like to ask our guests and it's just pretty generic, but like how or when did you first realize or consider yourself a light worker, meaning someone who was intuitive or your psychic gifts how how did that happen when i figured out that everybody else wasn't i just assumed that everybody was and i grew up in a um um it's the kindest word i can use high profile um socially conservative not politically family so that was for other people you know i was told that you're just you're hearing voices it's like well no I learned many years later that it's called claircognizance, which is sort of like knowing the answer before the question is asked. Mm -hmm. And my family never discussed everything. I mean, let's not forget, I was born in 1952. So during the Eisenhower era, we were all little robots and everything was fine all the time. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I just figured there was some of that going on. And then it occurred to me when I started actually seeing dead people at the kitchen table and asking Mm. You know, my parents or my sister, how come you're not talking to, to Mr. Fee? Well, he died two weeks ago. It's like, uh, was like right over there. Wow. Now, Anthony, could you see him like uh, solid as a rock, as if a real person said, or was it kind of, you know, transparent? Um, I would like, say he you... was about he was about 80 percent opaque because when I saw the back of the chair sort of peeking through his torso, I figured, OK, yeah. another, another dead guy. Uh You know, I've been seeing them for a while and then everything came to a head uh, when I was six. So that was 1958. And um, my mother had a kind of hands off approach to parenting. So my grandmother would visit a lot Mm -hmm. and my mother was ripping into me probably because I made some prediction. And um, (laughs) I don't remember what it was about, honestly, but my grandmother said, in her vernacular and in the context of the day, you know, why don't you cut him some slack? And she said, if you were reprimanding me with your mother butt in, and then all of a sudden this woman was there that I intuitively knew was yep. my mother's grandmother. Yeah. So I was like, why don't you ask her? She's standing right next to you. And my mother's like, there he goes again. You know, and I was like, oh, poor brother. <laughs> so, um, you know, later, my grandmother came up to me and she said, what did you see? Mm. So I described the woman. I said, she looked kind of like you. Um, you know, Sam, they had this red kind of towels. I call it bathtub hair. You know, like <laughs> um, and she was wearing like a jade green jacket and a suit. It was a skirt and a wow. jacket. But the buttons were blinking. They were like pulsating. and. Um, I said, so there's something about those buttons. I don't know what's going on. Did they have like flashing light buttons back then? 
Wow. I'm just getting all kinds of weird chills when you're saying this. Yeah, too. I know. It's so cool. I love this. The, something about the buttons. Wow. Yeah. And so said, my grandmother started showing me pictures of everybody. And she said, do any of these people? And I said, there she is. There she is. And there she is. And it was her mother. And, um, yeah. and I'm like, but what about the buttons? You know, because I had to know everything. I was very cu- yeah. still a very curious person, which is why I'll never stop going to school. Um, so she said that she died, um, I think, in the 1940s. So I had never met her in person. And um, I don't believe I saw any pictures of her anywhere either. But she was in a suit, a business suit. I think she even said Chanel, but I can't imagine Chanel having Bakelite buttons, but a lot of suits, a lot of <laughs> women's clothes in that area, in that area, in that era, <laughs> used Bakelite, you know, for buttons because you can match them perfectly. And wow. um, when my grandmother saw her in the casket, she replaced the buttons with silver sterling. So oh my that's, gosh. So I learned later, uh, once I started sitting medium, that that's a tell. Because whenever I encounter somebody, something about them, maybe an article of clothing, maybe something they have in their hand is pulsating or blinking. And that means that I need to mention that. So what those buttons did was validate that this was the woman. And then I and then I got really a little rowdy. And I said, she also told you on your wedding day that your youngest daughter's first son was going to need your help. So step <sighs> to it. You know. Oh. Wow. 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 She was psychic. Oh, wow. It's in the genes. It's always a connection then for you. Yeah. I I think that we all are. I think that we have to acknowledge that. I believe that we've been conditioned by society. It's a societal imposition to poke fun at this or to call it superstition or to deride it. And anybody, you know, deride the person too who presents themselves as a as an intuitive healer uh, because it's too frightening for them they'd re- much rather have us um, bowing and scraping to authority figures whether that's yeah. a parent a spouse uh, law enforcement the local priest minister rabbi mullah whatever you do you know yeah. with your your religion because they don't they don't want people thinking for themselves that's just my i hope i'm not offending anybody but that's just <laughs> my take on it that's just yeah. The only thing that I can imagine, because then you're when not I th- manageable. I think you're right in that, you know, that's that's kind of a historical fact, isn't it? That oh, yeah. suppression mm-hmm. equals power, right? Mm-hmm. In, in all mm-hmm. kinds of ways. And in our country, America is, is, has a very, very hard reality with that as well, right? That Absolutely. suppression equals power. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I love that with respect to being a light worker. You know, you're saying it, it's not just about economics. It's not just about religion, but it's also about our psyche, who we are inside. They made what we do. They made it shame based. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I'm going to be honest to this day, people say, what do you do? And I've always said nothing. And when I was young, because uh, mm. I had like this fabulous apartment and a car and all these things that I shouldn't have had, they assumed that I was some like trust fund kid. But now that I'm old and gray, uh, what do you do? Nothing. Well, what did you used to do? And my response is I've never done a thing in my life. Because then they start mm-hmm. making you jump through hoops or their eyes glaze over and they sort of, you know, pass you off as some lunatic. But more often than not, they try to test you. And I've been doing this for more than 50 years. I've been working as a professional since 1968. And I don't test nicely. 
I'll tell yeah. you the most embarrassing thing about yourself in front of everybody you know. Oh and my gosh, like, I love now it. Now what? Yeah. So I try to avoid conflict. As I said, I've become a milder variant of my former. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's awesome. I thought it was really tough though. I mean, I can only imagine and, you know, um, what that must have been like for you as a, I, I just, all of that. Um, And then also being gay. I mean, how did you, how did you manage all of that? Being a psychic, being a medium, seeing things, being ridiculed for that and suppressed, but, and then also having this, your sexual identity, wanting to come forward as well because this is who you are so i never had an issue i never had an issue with my or my sexual orientation it was a problem for everybody else i just felt that it it was my business it was my business i remember my father questioned me i says well you know are you planning on like taking me to bed with you because if you are (laughs) then i can answer it but if you're not you should really you know kind of respect that my privacy. Off. Well, that got yeah. slapped across the room. Uh, um, uh, and even to this day, my, my, my personal identity has nothing to do with my sexual orientation. It yeah. was much more difficult being a psychic and an artist because in our family or people, I was always told people like us don't do that. Oh, really? It's like people, well, don't include me in the us. Cause I have no idea. Stupid people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do they mean by that? No, people I, like I us, like um, intellects, or you know, um, I what? think it had it was a socioeconomic thing. And yeah. um, okay. I mean, here's a really good example. Uh, when I was 17, because when I was 16, I was outed by my siblings. So of course, I took every pill in the house. Uh, obviously Uh it didn't do anything. I just had this wonderful high from Saturday morning to Wednesday afternoon, but that's when I realized that they just didn't want anybody to know. Uh, it wasn't about me. Nobody said, are you okay? Nobody, my mother called the doctor, but she just refilled. I must've left my prescription in a taxi. Can you please call in another? And I figured, okay. So I was buzzing and I went out with my fake proof. And I went to the peppermint mm. lounge. It was all the rage back in the sixties. <laughs> then I started drinking vodka mm. and then the pills started kicking in. I thought, now I don't want to die. And I had to keep myself awake. But the point is that when I was around 17, because I told them, I said, you know what? I get it. They said, marry somebody, bring children into the family. And it's like, oh, so it's okay if I destroy a woman's life who's in love with me. And you don't give a damn if I mortify your grandchildren because you know I'm not going to stop. And it's only a matter of time before I get caught. So Mm. I'm not into that. So here's the deal. Now that I know what's up around here, don't try to manipulate me any longer and we'll we can all play nice until i'm 18 and i can get out because at that time there was a few years that 18 was legal age luckily it was at that point in my life so when i was 17 my mother had some friends over and um, they all had kids around my age or a little older and they were bragging about so-and-so is going to law school so-and-so is going to med school somebody's trying to get into yale harvard princeton name it and my mother said well, he's a psychic and a musician. And I'm like, 
and a fag all at the same time. What is it? They can't multitask? I mean, I've never had an issue. Oh my God, you yeah, really. Bless your heart. Yeah. Oh my God, you are scary. I bet that went over really well. Really well. Uh, well, she, well, she realized that was the first time that she realized that I wasn't, it was no empty threat. Oh, if you try no. to manipulate me, I'm going to push back and mortify yeah. you. Yeah. So it sort of slowed down. <laughs> oh wow. my gosh. I kind of fucking love that. I do too. <laughs> it's it's a, an immense bravery too. Like, you, like you don't give a fuck. Here you go. Yeah. And, and that's what, but that's being true to yourself. Being yeah. true you know, to yourself. That's all we you can are. be. That's yeah. all we can be. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's to punish me. This is the best part. So I get outed. (laughs) They realize I'm not going to back down. What do they do? They enroll me in an all boys Catholic school run by Irish Christian brothers. I'm like, booyah, jackpot. (laughs) (laughs) I loved it. (laughs) Jackpot. Oh, no. That's horrible. Fine. You people uh, are coming to your senses. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I feel seen. I feel heard. This is how nuts do. So it wasn't easy. But it wasn't hard either because I just realized that I have no. That's what she said. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, how long were you there for, Anthony? Pardon? How long were you at that school for? Was it like a um, four, four year years? Was it, yes. Four years. Yes. I was, okay. I mean, I'm only five foot two and 135 pounds now. Back then, I was like microscopic. Um, <laughs> and of course, uh-huh. I, you know, you get, yeah, yeah, now what? So, mm. you know, when you're little, when you're small, you can very easily be bullied. So yeah. I immediately hooked up. <laughs> look, at him, look at him laugh I know he's dying <laughs> he was such a nice guy um, like the toughest like greaser in school oh my gosh yeah. greaser yeah. so everybody so knew smart. that I was like Dave's bitch except that I was yeah. the one you had to watch he never threw hands I did yeah. <gasps> oh, my oh my gosh God. I love it you know it, it's interesting isn't it because it's like these survival mechanisms that you've created like it, it like over time. And I love that you have just this lens now of, of humor and, you know, joy around these things, but I'm sure at yes. the time it must've been, I mean, I'm just really, I'm, I think that was the thing I really admire about you. Is that It was daunting, but I developed this mechanism. Uh, my home obviously was a little abusive yeah. and, um, my, my therapist said, and I agree that, um, most children who were raised in abusive homes identify with their abuser and become abusers themselves. Very few fly under the radar, although with my big mouth, it wasn't exactly under the radar. <laughs> um, and then get out and live healthy lives. But yeah. your intuitive ability develops in an oppressive environment because you have to sense the tiniest change mm-hmm. in the nuances of the energy of the built, you know, the your environment. Yeah. So you have to know when danger is coming and you have to figure Uh out how do you want to do it? And I've never been one to run. So I had my share, you know, (laughs) butt pickings. I love it. I I wouldn't back down. I would not cry. I never would cry. 
I remember my earliest memory of that. My father was spanking me for something. And it was like a good old fashioned wham, wham, wham. And your ass is going to be as red as those curtains. And I thought, don't cry, don't cry, don't give him the satisfaction. But at some point, I'm like, this guy's going to kill me. So how do I get out of here and still keep my dignity? Years later, I figured out that's what I was trying to do. So so I peed on him. I <laughs> and I are like what silence. <laughs> but isn't that interesting? Like get away. Like I, you know, like a release. Oh my gosh, I I believe it, and I've I've heard that a lot. You know, with um, yeah. kids with yeah. going through trauma, especially physical abuse, that is the only way they can have some sense of power some sense of control in 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 that situation you know but all this started with you saying about my humor i learned very much very early i always figured if this was happening to somebody that i didn't you know that wasn't me especially somebody i didn't like i would be laughing my ass off no way from my own yeah (laughs) oh and i still carry that with me whenever anything blows up in my face it's like this is funny i'm sorry well seriously no i kind of love that anthony because i do if you can find the humor or as you say humor in everything (laughs) um then it it does it kind of lightens it i know i love i love the east coast as you know I love that it can lift and change the energy of the room by, by changing your mindset and having some laughter and and finding that, that silver lining, as they always say, but but finding something funny about it to just switch things up. I mean, cause you know, I mean, there's some tragedy out there, but if there's anything you can do to change the energy, which is wonderful that you were able to do that. Well, it was a survival mechanism. Yeah. yeah, it was a survival mechanism. Absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> when I think it's really interesting because we talk about this a lot, meme in our podcast about you know we're very frank and honest about like we've been through some traumas, you know, our own stories, but laughter has always been kind of one of the common denominators in both of yes. our lives that we've been able to go. You know what? This is really fucking hilarious. It really, it, yeah. like it's, I love when you it said that. I was like, happening to me. Yeah, that's such a great. <laughs> perspective you know and I, I just was like yeah I, I I think I've been doing that but never I never used your words like that like looking at it from another person I love that it's yeah because sometimes it does you need to kind of dissociate yourself enough to go you know where is like like what the actual fuck is happening <laughs> this is not yeah. okay yeah, you know this can't be my life yeah yeah, yeah. Sometimes, you know did I die and go to hell I mean you know and then no this is real life uh, yeah. especially yeah. Like when the cops yeah. when I got stopped driving without a license and I'm like hysterical when oh I'm not pulled God. over oh no where are you going oh. at 70 miles an hour I says uh the DMV I want to take my road test <laughs> I your license so I don't have my license but here's some poems I wrote you want to read these <laughs> oh my God <laughs> I mean, he was actually cracking up. Oh, I bet. I bet. How could you not? That's so awesome. Like, oh, God. Yeah. So I, I wanted to ask, so I, this has been bugging me since we first started talking. So I have okay. to ask, so, cause I am, I am in the most amazing situation right now. I have access to two badass, glorious mediums 
<laughs> that I get to ask questions to. And I'm so excited about this. Well, that would be Mayum and who else? Um, you. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes, true. Mr. Is you don't you don't associate yourself as a medium, do you? I mean, that's one yes, of the things I do. It is, but your primary is you are a tarot card reader, correct? Well, I, I mean, put like, myself through college reading tarot and sitting as a medium but i went on wow. strike with mediumship for about 30 years That's why it was why because oh. if any you know i know it why. takes a lot of trust for mm-hmm. a discard someone who passed to manifest to actually speak through a live yeah. person and what I've learned by listening to credible dead people, because some of them lie. I mean, if you were a jerk, you're going to be a dead jerk. But a lot of them, I mean, they have to go through this process of divesting themselves of their human experience, feeling okay. remorse, wishing they could be forgiven by the people they harm, and then ultimately forgiving themselves so they could move mm-hmm. on. So before they get to that point of self-forgiveness, they can be like total assholes, but the credible ones have come back and connected with family members and told that given them the most wonderful heartfelt messages and then all yeah. the person wanted to know is where did they hide the art it's like really because yeah. um, if you're gonna do this i have their back not yours yeah so i was like screw you all i, I quit Interesting. i totally wow. quit. and i shut that part of myself in Mayum, I don't know about you. When I work intuitively with cards, I work with my head. When I work with as a medium, it has to come from my heart because they respond to love. That's what brings them. So I usually tell a client, if it's a one-on-one session, don't tell me anything about this person except what you loved about them. And then I start loving that too. And then they come Mm -hmm. down and I go up and we figure out how to blend. And then it all happens. They start sharing memories and specific incidents that I'm then able to relate to validate that this is indeed that person. Mm. And then all they Mm. want to know is where's the money. So it's like, all right, that's it. But then what started happening. Disheartening. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And then they, then they started crashing. Then people started crashing into my tarot readings. Oh, wow. Because they want to help with the message. They're like, Oh, I I have something to add to that. Right. I might have one of their relatives or loved ones, and they know that there's somebody that can engage them. So I always ask my client, I said, I think, you know, some dead person you know is here. (laughs) Do you want to share your time with them or not? I'll go by, you know, you can say yes. I don't have a problem saying get the hell out of here. I've done it to my father. I did it to my father yesterday during the game. Uh Oh, my God. Um, Wow. It just sort of showed up. It's like, dude, you need to knock. Um, oh, anyway, I love it. So, so then I, I thought, okay, I'm different now. Um, so let's just yeah. do this again. So I started doing it again. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I don't think it's a big deal. I think I really do believe that everyone has the ability. Absolutely. Well, and you said something very interesting. You said uh, like, and and I've I've heard this. So we may even have heard this with lots of light workers. Is this this concept or this ability to just shut it off for your own safety or direction? It's like for my own sanity. Sanity, yeah. Yeah. So, like, can you tell us a little bit about that boundary? How do you shut it down? Sure, absolutely. I um, when I was a kid. 
I would never be to school on time because I would have to jump off the subway because I was bombarded with everything from everyone around me. Oh my God. I just needed, you know, I'm not, I've never been a morning person, nor am I yet. Hopefully <laughs> never will be. So all that drama at like 7 30, 8 o'clock in the morning, it's like, bitches, please shut up. <laughs> and um, I think the natural instinct is to go within, to hide. Okay. But the further in, I went, the more crazy they became. Really? <laughs> the yeah, the louder the no the collective noise got. So yeah. instead of jumping off a sub so when I jumped off the subway car for the last time after about two or three years, I realized I'm doing this all backwards. All the drama is coming from a place that you don't occupy. So if you join that place, if I go outward, if I become part of it then I will be immune to it. Oh. It's Yeah, you become part of the noise and you don't hear it hmm. inside, you hear it outside. So then I had to play with it and I found this one level where I'm mostly out, but the only portal that I keep open is one that's going to tell me of danger is coming in my direction. Yeah, oh gosh, I love that. So, yeah. so going love, outward, yeah. becoming part of it, it actually oh. cancels it out. That's really good advice. That's Isn't like one that of our crazy? questions. Like, what advice would you I give to Larry? Like, I love that. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like running toward yeah. the fire. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, but in saying that with respect to boundaries, you know, energetic and spiritual boundaries, you know, I never, I've never really thought of it that way as an inclusion versus yeah. a rejection. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. I always thought to maintain my space, like I put that boundary, like to protect mm -hmm. yes. so things just mm -hmm. kind of bounce off me. And I I say I'm open and closed for business. Like I close my third yeah. eye. Mm -hmm. And and that has worked for me where like I don't want to talk to in the grocery store. I don't want to talk to, you know, I'm talking to a cute guy in a bar. I don't need to see his grandmother behind him going. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, no, like shut it off, close for business. So that seemed to yeah, work. I think we all find our own way. There isn't yeah. one way to do it. That's what works Correct. for me. So if it works mm -hmm. for anybody, you know, it's I sort like of it. like um, trying on a really great jacket at Barney's off the rack and yes. either it fits and you walk home with it. This is what I think about all advice. If it doesn't, it'll never fit and you look like hell. So you put it back. Most times things can be altered. Um, so take a portion of what yes. works. Because I always tell people this worked for me. It may or may not work for you. You don't have to take it at all. You don't have to take it in its entirety. But yeah. at least try it out and see if you can get it to fit. And then at least you're not going to be having this fit, <laughs> this problem. Yeah. yeah. I love oh. that, Anthony. Yeah. That's cool. That's a great analogy. You're so brilliant. I know. I love it. I love it. Well, and I think it's, I think, <laughs> I think that's great advice for, for really light workers because, mm -hmm. um, and we kind of talked a little bit about this in our uh, last week when we first kind of were, were, mm -hmm. I was meeting you for the first time, mm -hmm. this concept of, um, kind of owning your light, owning your own power, mm -hmm. but also acknowledging that my, the way I shine is going to be different than the way Mayum shines, right, but we're yes. both in the light, but it's through my lens as an Indian woman, you know, versus, you know, Mayum who is, you know, 
Vietnamese and, and mixed and has a whole different lens, you know, mm-hmm. but we're still doing the same light. So I love what you're saying about how everybody's power is unique mm-hmm. and just owning that and being authentic with it. Like you said earlier, being really authentic and honest about who you are, you know, but just not letting it, not trying to compare yourself with each other. Exactly. Exactly. There no I wait. There is no comparison. Everyone is going to do it in their own yeah. way. Yeah. And and all I think and it's all beautiful. And I and we can learn and help because I really love the whole trying it on. And I I love like yeah. brilliant. Uh, like, I, I just I love that. And I think yeah. we can always offer beautiful pieces, you know, these gold nuggets for others to help them. And then they can take it or not take it or take a little bit of it and, and then merge and create their own way. But we all have this gift. I agree with you, Anthony. We all do. And Am I allowed to ask you guys questions? Absolutely yes. not. Okay, Mandy, <laughs> of course. Mandy, you just mentioned yes. being an Indian woman. Were you brought up in a traditional Indian household? Indian house. Um, I would say, you know, I would say generally, yes. Uh, I lived with my grandparents who were non-English speaking. So we taught them how to say fuck, shit, piss, and all (laughs) All the awesome swear words. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, uh, we, uh, my mom was uh, uh, very hesitant with English. I don't think English is a very forgiving language for immigrants. Uh It's really hard for her. Even now, even though she's been here, you know, since she's been like 20, you know. She still uh, speaks Punjabi first. And so, but my dad was raised in England. And so he was a lot more. Western. Yes. A lot more integrated, but we ate Indian food. We spoke Punjabi in the house. Yeah, it was. And strict, you know, we, they were definitely cultural. Oh, absolutely. The reason I'm asking is that I was doing a weekly live stream and I had a couple of guests on who were Indian raised in traditional Indian families. And there were things that, um, I mean, like, the way women were treated yeah. not to be priests. And then uh, there's a hypnotherapist that I'm possibly going to hire for a business venture that is in limbo right now. Um, um, no, that's okay. I mean, I did my part. Now they have to do theirs and we'll see what happens, whatever yeah. shows up. But um, her name is, uh, oh my goodness, she's going to kill me. Maybe it shouldn't <laughs> make it yeah, maybe not. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Mahasha. Oh, there she goes. I'm not saying the last thing. Tahesha told me that part of her, you know, she grew up there. And then she came here when she was, I think, around 20. And part of growing up in India included things like meditation. Absolutely. And access. So did you have that in your... Yeah, yeah. My my parents are both very spiritual. Yeah, my dad is actually a, a was a hypnotherapist as well. Uh, retired now, but he's um he yeah. I mean, I, we grew up playing psychic games. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he would bring yeah, the family it together. Taboo. It wasn't taboo. Not at all. Culture, whereas it is yeah. here, and I think yes, it's really yeah. regional. Even in the United States, I mean, I was yeah. part of a, a project that worked with psychic kids in the Bible Belt were much more oppressed than people in the Northeast or the West Coast because it just wasn't accepted. I mean, it's not accepted yeah. here either. You're usually laughed at. Yeah. Um, or, you know, you got the curiosity seekers. But in the Bible Belt, it's the devil. And unfortunately, what was happening, I mean, you're talking about early development. So if you're telling your young child who believes right. that you are the be-all and end-all, that you are yes. evil, that's an assignment. 
that you're imposing on them. And then they grow up to end up in juvie or worse just because they're psychic or they believe it's the devil and they tried harming themselves. Right. So we would go down there and we would gather up the kids. You know, there was a lot of things that were done by snail mail and then email because then email got invented. So it made it a lot of just facilitated (laughs) things. Um, and uh, we would try to find children because everything is really far apart, at least to the places that maybe the locales that we, I was brought to. Your nearest neighbor was like anywhere between two and five miles away. The only place that you meet is in church on Sunday. And this is why yeah. organized religion is a communal yeah. institution rather than a spiritual one. Because yeah. if, I, if somebody didn't show up, you're going to go, oh, oh, my God, they died. Otherwise, you'd never know. So yeah. there's a reason kind of, it's kind of keeps the community together, but right. you're not going to talk about this in church on Sundays. Right. So we found right. these kids and then we brought them to haunted sites that we as professionals went in and <laughs> felt all the psychic residue and says, go in, it. write down everything you feel, no matter how absurd. And many of them were spot on. Wow. Yeah, they look at one of the kids. Who are you? Well, I live two miles away from. So now they're meeting other psychic kids. Yeah. And then the other part of the team had to work with the parents to try to broker a respectful working relationship between parents and children. So they had to be re-educated. I love it. That this is is not evil. Yes. When did you do this? How long ago? Um, Before I got sick. So that was like. Maybe late 80s, early 90s. I remember the show. I remember watching yeah. the show. But well, I, the I'm going to. The first one. Okay. Uh, that, that Lisa Miller. Okay. Uh, she's a psych professor at Columbia. And then wow. it was turned over and then they brought Chip Coffee on. Yes. Yeah, I yeah. was working behind the scenes. I don't like being the center of attention because like. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how handsome you are. You should, oh my God, you should be. Like, you host your own show. You I mean, saw me yeah. 50 years ago, honey. Oh, honey. I was um, fire. I, I, you. No I think you're still fire. I'm just going to say, I have, fire. I have such a crush oh, yeah. on you, Anthony. I, I can't even explain. Isn't that true? I told you. We should it's all get closer a- together. Why don't we meet in like New Orleans? Uh, fuck yeah, man. I mean, and we could do some, let's do some psychic readings and places. Yeah. Yes. And, yeah, oh my God. Drinking. Be, there's yeah. a, a <laughs> drinking. <laughs> I know. Yes, I love that. I'm just, I'm so in love with all of this. And I, you know, I, I just wanted to say about the kids and the show. I am, you know, I think like we actually have kind of a younger audience as well that listens, Uh that listen to us. And I think this is really powerful for them to hear that there are advocates. There are people that, you know, want, like, believe that we believe you. Yeah, well, you know that all three of us will be there to support them anytime they want, but they have to understand that nobody can tell you what your gift or talent or propensity or nobody can tell you what it is and what it isn't except yourself. I was told the same thing when I was young. That's the devil. You're being tempted. Um, And then one day I had a vision as an altar boy when the priest was holding up the host at the most sacred part of the mass. It's like, that's, if that happened here at this moment, this is not the devil. This is something else. I mean, I never, it never bothered me. 
they would say the devil's in your heart. It's like, nah, he's kind of in my shorts, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just never took it seriously. But I do have to say that it gave me some cause for concern because all of my yeah, authority for sure. that were infallible and hundred percent correct about everything. We're saying the same thing. And it's like, well, I'm going to hell. And it's like, well, you kind of like summer. It's always summer in hell. (laughs) Trying to find ways to soften the blow. And then it's like, well, you don't have to go there. Oh, yeah. I love it. It's so cool. Oh, my God. It's so cool. Young people own your gift. Play with it. If you don't know how to do it, you can... I used to have to go to the library because we didn't have anything online. There was no such thing as a search engine. Yeah, Uh, no kidding. Yeah. Yeah. And find material. Uh, There are so many groups. Just make sure that they're run by people who are legit. Yeah. Yes. Um, Yeah. And you can get information and experiment with it. Play games with your friends, guessing games. How about that? Yes, exactly. I've held a a couple teen circles, intuitive teens, um, included like my niece, who's extremely intuitive, Mm -hmm. and my daughters, um, and along with some other extended friends. And and I had one guy, one boy, who was yearning for this. I mean, because he felt like awkward yeah. and and he had all these friends and he had his buddy pass away so he really was just quizzing me and asking me all these deep questions about where is he how is he doing can he see me can I talk to him and he was already talking to him he just needed validation right. and I just find this interesting and I I am really drawn to the young adults and teens yes. to start them off early because I didn't have help I mean my dad was yeah. phenomenal in like allowing me to. Right, you uh, said that you would share so much with him. He would ask. Yes, him. and he got so curious and uh, tell me more, and so it it made me feel one special. Like, oh, okay, okay, mm-hmm. you know, this is okay, yeah. even though it scared yeah. the living shit out of me. But yeah. I think these kids are scared, and then their parents don't know what it is or what's going on, and they're fearful for them. So, to giving them a safe space and to play games, I yeah. and yes. also develop themselves i mean everybody who might have enough experiences out of the blue uh to realize that it's going to be happening more often than not because once you connect it's almost impossible to disconnect but you can control what comes into you and also how you respond um everybody goes looking for it they'll set up a private area in their home and they'll sit there and they'll focus on I want to connect <laughs> and my advice is like shut up and listen yeah. when you're when you're looking for it you're actually consciously probing you're using your mind you're mm. not allowing yourself to receive the mm. so quiet yourself just become hyper aware of your environment the temperature of the room mm-hmm. fragrances anything just be one with yeah. the space you're sitting in and quiet your mind completely. There are so many tricks. Pranayama, breathing, yeah. always a great one. Very easy to you know teach four, seven, eight. Uh, inhale fully for four, hold for seven, exhale slowly for eight. Yeah. And that usually mm-hmm. brings you to that point of quiet. And then when you're quiet and you're not consciously occupied by looking, that's when you get to see things and hear things. Yeah. Yes. I love both of you are saying this and I think this is really just, just so powerful. And I, and I'm reflecting on my experience as well. You know, I feel like the validation piece is like you were saying, Mayim is so important. And as met, you know, we get to, we can provide that for people, give them that, 
yeah, what you're seeing in the corner, I see it too. And you're a homeowner and you're, you know, we do this when we do our house clearings, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, we see it too. And and then there's power there in that affirmation. But I, I love what you're saying as well, Anthony, in that it's practice, it's practice, practice, practice in order for for, for you to have the confidence to go, Oh fuck. I know what this is. I get, I've done this like 20 times. I know that, you know, so that whole, I love what you're saying about you know Naomi you're saying about the affirmation mm-hmm. and then Anthony you're saying like but by practicing and practicing you build your own affirmation yes you know then you, you start you know, not needing everybody else to help validate you right, right. it's some um, 56 years that I will be amazing. doing this kind of work and I'm going to tell you and anybody else who will be listening or seeing us um I still I did a reading a couple of readings this morning I still don't know for sure if it's real or not. But what I have learned is blurt it out. Mm-hmm. Everything okay. you see, feel, yeah. and hear, yeah. brother. Yes. Because it sounds mm-hmm. absurd to you, but it's not your life. It's your client's life or yes. your friend or whoever you're reading for. So, you know, there were times that I didn't say things. And then the person mentioned it later and there's no way I'm just, oh, I saw that, but I didn't want to say it. Oh yeah. You can't, you can't. Yeah, Yeah. totally. (laughs) So it's better to just, it's better to be safe and get it out. More often than not, you're going to be right. I remember I saw somebody with a blow dryer in one hand and an ashtray in the other. I was like, we need to shut this thing down and go stay (laughs) drinking because I am like so off the rails right now that might be an acid flashback from high school. Something's <laughs> off there. And she's well, I said, blow dryer after. Oh my God, that's him. That's him. Oh my God. Are you serious? And it was him. That was the- he had ADD. He was an attorney. His apartment was full of case files, but they were very neatly stacked. And he was a smoker and he would only smoke. He would only allow two cigarette butts in an ashtray. And then he would empty the ashtray, bring it to the sink, scrub it, and blow it dry with a blow dryer. So that was better than giving a detailed description. Yeah. But it was so nuts to me that I was like, oh, cool. We can go to the pub, man. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) It's like, yep, clock's out, you know, time over. Let's go party. And just trusting. Exactly. But the point is that you never know for sure. But after enough practice, you know what it feels like. Because when I see these insane things, I've now found out that something happens on the right side of my body. Oh, it's your tell. It's my tell that I can trust the source of this information. Yeah. But I I wouldn't know that if I didn't shut up and listen. Yeah. Right. And develop that and develop that. Yeah. I love it. And take yourself out of a place of judgment. Don't hope you're going to be right. Don't hope you're going to do a good job. Just do your damn job. Just That's be right. right. Just, yeah. just, I love just it. be, not even right just, or wrong. Just be. Just be. Yes, just be. Yeah. Oh, I love oh, it. Yeah, I love that too. I, I, I do. I agree with you in a reading. Sometimes I'll get caught up or start mm-hmm. to feel self-doubt and be like, mm-hmm. because of the things coming and right. oh, gosh. Or because of and then yeah. whatever it is. And then I have to I always say it in my head, like, stop, ma'am, just mm-hmm. breathe, get back up in the clouds. Cause I like to mm-hmm. go up and yeah, visualize yeah. myself yeah. up there and and just now just relax and let it come because before it was like, Oh, trying to control or see. And you so I have to control. Yeah. You cannot I have to control like, this. I can, yeah. You can't, you just have to let it come. Let it come. You can and only it's control fleeting. what you've created. 
You can only control what you've created. And we did not create these people. We did not create mm. their lives. We did not create their memories. They did. Yeah. And they're trusting us. Think about that. Correct. Yeah, I, I love trusting that. us to communicate. Yeah. That's a big job to do. That's such an honor, it is. isn't it? it? Is. It's, it's such an honor. Souls obligation. pick the medium. I believe yeah. that yeah, the yeah. souls pick the medium. They know which medium they want to deliver their message, so they find that connection and mm-hmm. connect their loved ones. I, I know it. Um, yeah. You know, and I'll, in one week, I have themes. Like one week, it'll all be about you know uh horses or something or you know or it'll be about dads and one week i'll have all these teen boys who committed suicide like it's crazy how if they mm-hmm. find me and then they connect and they want so i believe yeah. that yeah. they want the particular medium to deliver mm-hmm. their message yeah so yeah Is so it- speaking of where can people find you oh sorry man oh yeah no no that that's a great i love that yeah where can we go and, and um right do we have time for like a quick Card? Sure. Yeah, yeah, I can oh, do it. I mean, yeah, as well. But we're, um, yeah, we're, go we'll see we... what happens. Um, AnthonyCentral.com. And I'm going to tell you right now that I've been meaning to redo this website for about two <laughs> years, but I never got to it. It, it works. You know, yes. go to the front page, nope. it says schedule a reading, and it's going to take you to the tarot page. If you're on your phone, scroll all the way down. You're going to see very reasonable rates for phone readings and a PayPal button. Oh, um, I love it. If you live in New York or if you're going to be visiting New York, you can email me through my contact page and I will meet you in your home office or hotel. The days of having a lot of people coming in and out of my house is over because everybody leaves baggage and then I'm exhausted and then I get spiteful. Oh, correct. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's just better to meet somewhere. And you're in their space. Yeah. And yeah. the other option, because there are a lot of people like me who don't want people coming in and out of their space. Uh, I'm working on a business deal right now for a physical space that is the, um, it's actually a two bedroom garden apartment beneath um, a very prestigious fine <gasps> mineral gallery. I love it. Oh, I love yeah. this. And there's a service <gasps> room. So then if you don't want me to come to your place and I don't want you to come to mine, there is a place we can meet face to face. Neutral. Actually, I'll say, yeah. yeah. Um, Astro yes. West, Fine Minerals, Astro 102 West, West 79th mm-hmm. Street. Mm-hmm. If you're on Instagram, look for Astro West Underground. That's what we're calling it. Oh, it I love it. It literally is underground, but there's a big picture window and you can see the yard that looks like I'm not going to say shithole on the air uh, because it has to be cleaned up. Oh no, the, the landlord and the super seem to forget that it's part of the lease. But I yes. t- I can take appointments there. So I love it. Yeah, you can IM them through yeah. Instagram or Facebook, Astro West Underground. The If you want to sign up and get in our mailing list because our tech people send things, but it goes to spam unless you've registered. It's okay. awunderground.com. And then okay. just um, you know, call the number or call Astro West, which is a different number. And I, of course, I don't have either. Oh, I, I can give you one. And ask for an appointment with Anthony. And uh, I only live a couple of blocks from there, so I can be there at a moment's notice. Uh, awesome. I, I love that. I love, I love, love, love this. And so our, our audience, number, our, our... 646-781-9277. Oh, so face to face there or get a hold of me and I can do telephone readings. I can do Zoom readings. If I do Zoom, you're going to see the top of my head. And that's, you know, because <laughs> I'm not, you know, I'm not looking to entertain when I'm reading. I try to give you as much information as I can in the time that you reserve. 
Yeah. So, uh, thank you. Thank you for that. Oh thank my you. gosh. Absolutely. Is Zodiac uh, Lounge ever going to come back again? Well, the Zodiac Lounge was, you mean my live stream? Yes. Or, that show yeah. that you did on Monday night. I'm going to be doing one next Monday, which <gasps> is. Oh, this is what we should be sharing. Yes. Yeah. Um, I have to get back to the potential guest. You got a hold of me, but I was drinking yesterday during the game and I didn't return any phone calls but I am going to call him later and schedule a little bit this coming Monday okay. um, I was drinking yesterday <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. no we need days off we are human too yes so we are human January 21st human and go human. to esoteric guides human yeah. <laughs> Are you happy? Now? I love um, it. <laughs> and his name is Simon Deacon, and he's a vortex healer. So it should be interesting. We're going to have a prep conversation. But I am thinking about doing it um, on a regular basis for myself. Uh, instead of because Esoteric Guides is owned by a very dear friend of mine who gave me a beautiful write up in his book in the 90s. He did, it was a guide to all the um, metaphysical stores in New York in the Zodiac Lounge. Mm. This is all that's left of my store, which wow. is fabulous because you never knew when it was going to be opened. The signs is oh. open 24 hours, but oh not in a row because I might want to go to the movies. I might want to go. <laughs> I love it. I love this so much. I know. It's like you're, it. you know, it's great. yeah, it's very, it's magical. It um, is. You're phenomenal. All right. Yes. So yeah. Do we want to, do you have time? Do we all sure. have time, man? Do yeah, you have time? Yeah. 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 Let's, let's have do you do that for our, for our listeners. Yeah. Or, so, or, or us. What do we want to know? What? Us. How oh about, yes. Can we do that instead? <laughs> Screw the listeners. How about we do oh one for God. me and Mandy? Okay. <laughs> what I'll do. We'll just do two. Uh, just for the sake of everybody, I'll do a three card reading, but there's a lot of information in that. Oh, so yeah. which one, you guys figure out which one of you is on first and then just tell me. Wait, we each get three? No, I mean, I'll do it with three card reading, yeah. which I can, you know, it'll take about five minutes. I'm just, you know, if I did a full reading, oh. it's going to be like a half hour. And yeah, I know. No, no, just a no. quickie. Yeah. We just yeah. want a, a little quickie. That's what she so said. Up, just a quickie, you know, please. I <laughs> Dude. Yes. I mean, okay. it's a okay, lovely. And you okay. go first. Okay. I'll go first. <gasps> Oh what goodness. part of your life do you want me to focus on? Just tell me why you want me to read this. Mm. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. I was totally like, just threw this out there. Um, how about um, business, professional life? And I'm cutting yeah. them in three piles and I'm only going to turn the first part, the first card. Oh, wow. Bitch, please. Wait. Excellent. Um, okay. So here's what's going on. And it's actually reflective of these are conversations that I've had with business people, also other psychics and a lot of clients right now. We're sort of in flux. I have a two of pentacles and that means it's like dead center. Things can go. You never know which way things are going to go. Let's face it. Our economy yeah. doesn't show any signs that it's going to stop sucking. And that's according to the experts. So inflation's yeah. going up. Your dollars now worth 75 cents. Yeah. People need to support businesses, but if it's going to come to the choice of getting a reading or feeding your kids, yeah, absolutely. And I've noticed that they're actually spacing them out further apart. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're in a place of flux, but what's really interesting, these cards are about 15 years old. So they're like really beat to hell. Oh my God. I love oh. it. What's really cool about this. He's standing on solid ground here, which means that he's out of the yeah. rough water. So you, yeah, I'm pointing down because that's where you are on my screen. Yeah, you, I love it. Yes, um, darling. You're on solid ground. You're not being pushed by the tides. You know, the time yes. to, um, to allow yourself to just sort of go with the flow is over. We have to crawl out, walk in our mm. own direction. But again, business is if he twos and tarot are equal and opposite. Okay. Like a two of swords is like two people arm wrestling with equal strength and nobody's going anywhere. And that ah. creates an alchemical tension. So once we're a participant in an alchemical tension, particularly about business, because we got pentacles here, we okay. then get to direct what feels like inertia. It's like putting two magnets together the wrong way. So yeah. you direct that at something that needs to be affected. Next card, it says, hit the pause button, start doing some research, start learning. Because the chariot card is all about learning. It's a lower uh, octave of the high priestess who is all love about it. knowing. Mm -hmm. And then your yep. final card, the hierophant, which means you will be that, you know, so it's about understand where you're at. You did the right thing. It feels to me intuitive. Like you're thinking about how am I going to mix this up again? How am I going to revitalize this? Because something needs to be done and I'm kind of holding my own, but who wants to do that? Yeah. So it's about, okay, what do I do? And this is hit the pause button, pay attention to things that have nothing to do with your business. Okay. Look at things like the economy, look at socioeconomic trending. Yeah. Uh, I believe it's regional because I think what's happening, and I hope I'm not going to upset anybody, but I think we're turning into a corporatocracy mm. and our boundaries are now state lines. So yeah. it's about paying close attention to what's going on in your locale. Right. What you have to work with what's working against you. And then you're going to find a way to be in complete control of it. So it's really not as um, love it, man. daunting or frightening <sighs> as it yeah. might feel oh, I it's love not it. as much of a puzzle um, I love it. it's just about again pay close attention to everything and you're probably just going to have to make little tweaks here and there because oh. people are having different needs you're in service and you're serving a population of people that are affected by what's going on in the whole yeah um so yeah. their needs are going to be different than they ever have been your approach and your technique is going to have to be in sync and you may also i'm hearing have to educate them about what they should be worrying about because a lot of people are afraid of change and yes. like it or not we're changing that's true so you have yeah. to acknowledge yeah. that it's going on and i am here to tell you what it is and how to help you out of that yeah so mm. that's all she wrote on that one i Does that love sound like it anything you're going through well, uh, yeah. I, so that um, I'm just going to just real quick. Yes, I'm gonna, yeah. <clears throat> yes. The yin and yang symbol or the, yes. the infinity sign. Uh, my right. company's called Infinite Balance. Okay. And so that infinity <laughs> sign is huge in my life. It is a very, it's a, it's like a sacred geometric uh, symbol for me. And so to see that is really cool. And what I've been doing, Anthony, in my life, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you probably know this already, but I have a nuclear medicine staffing agency that I've been running for the last 20 or I've been in that field for 25 years, wow. but I'm also been working as a coach for 20 years. So I have been balancing my two worlds um, okay. for that a long time. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I, when I saw that, I was like, oh my gosh, that isn't me like too. essentially it was me like, living yeah. two lives. Right. I, I run this, this, I'm the CEO of this company that I birthed, you know, 17 years ago. And uh, it's, it's awesome. But I've also really, I, I love being a coach and this is where my, my love really is now. So I'm kind of like, Ooh, it's, 
you know, and then I just launched, um, I know. Yeah, I know. I know. I love it. When I just, I, I just launched um, a multidimensional healing certification Beautiful. course that I'm going to be hosting. Um, and it's been, but I, but you know, that is a bit, um, you know, like I, I am going to be the, I'm, I'll be certifying people in this process that I've learned over the last 20 years Ooh. being a coach. So it, that also feels like, okay. Ooh, little nerve wracking. So this was so lovely yeah. to hear. Well, I'm again, on the path. key to it is just investigate what's going on around you. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And I am researching like a mad woman okay. and I have been for the last seven months. So when you said that, I was like, yeah, yeah. I've, I've been learning about star seeds. I've been learning about you're guaranteed. You're guaranteed uh, to be I love it. in charge of your own empire. So that's something that when you say your medicine, is that anything like yeah. genetic coding? Cause I have a client who works in big pharma and she's, um, working um on a treatment right now for cancer patients that really have no hope and it's pretty much re-engineering their dna yes and it seems to be very effective but it's still in a trial is new so what is nuclear medicine yeah nuclear medicine we um inject radioactive materials into the bloodstream and then put them under cameras to image. So it's under diagnostics. Yes. It's a radio, it's under radiology. Yes. Yeah. And I specialize in cancer detection and um, cardiac nuclear cardiology. So those are my, my specialties with my team. Yeah. Mom just went through that with a very, um, Oh yeah. Unfortunately. Sorry. um, No, it's, it's like the pancreatic cancer of brain cancers, but they were able to do that to light it up. And then make, you know, one small hole instead of shaving your whole head and yelling and remove all of the cancer. Yeah. Imaging is, is amazing. I know Mayum, I've talked, we talk about this stuff all the time with, with Mayum and I'm always like, I can't believe all this shit we just found. And, you know, this person's life is going to be saved. And it's just so, it's a really powerful. um, So I I just love that. And I, yeah, yeah, thank you. Going on way too long. So you got, so you have your guarantee now. Oh. Yes. You have a guarantee that you're going to land in the place that you want to be. Uh, All right, my pretty. Thank I you. Love I love you. That was beautiful. Should I call you Mae Hume? So I'm thinking in honor of Valentine's Day, we'll switch it up. And so tell me more about, I'd love some insight on my, my relationships. You know, whether, yeah, I'm just going to kind of leave it there. Obviously, I mean, I have a husband I'm curious about. to spill about, all the tea? Or? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Spill it. Good, bad, and the ugly. I'll take oh it all. Oh, God. That's the only way. It's the only way to roll. <laughs> I, oh, I want to go past. to New York right now. No, you don't. It's freezing. Do. It's like 19 degrees. <laughs> It's like so uncalled for. (laughs) Almost 57 degrees on Saturday. And then yesterday, it's like we had snow. And today we're freezing. Oh, boy. I ran out to the convenience store to get milk because I forgot to buy it yesterday in the midst of all that drinking. And uh, I needed coffee. And I walked outside. I'm like, what the hell just happened to me? Yeah. It was like froze solid. I had a little sweat, a little, you know, hoodie, zip up hoodie. And my slippers. <laughs> oh my God. You're so cute. Like, I love oh, it. My God, it's horrible out here. Okay. All right. 
this is interesting and I'm mm. going to spell it big time. Okay. Yes, you are. Um, things might've become neglected. They might've become stale, but you have actually been, it's interesting. Uh, many times when we take care of ourselves, we're actually taking care of the problem and the other people that are involved in it. So it seems like she said, okay, this is it, last ditch effort. I'm going to give it everything I have to put effort into it. And this card says, if you continue to apply yourself with 100% enthusiasm, it has to be legit. Um, your reward, your potential reward is going to be tenfold. Now, I'm also seeing that you might have felt or possibly been, I'm not in any of your relationships, and I have boundary issues that are almost unhealthy because of early life BS. But you might have felt marginalized, uh, disenfranchised, disempowered. Um, and it's about you, this ex what you're approaching right now, because you're making a conscious effort and application to mm -hmm. make sure that you are getting reward and so is everybody else, but you can only do your part. So it's, yes. al it's almost feeling like a liberation that's yeah. going on. And okay. you will become harmonious with your own empowerment. Kings are about harmony. Mm. Queens are about control. Trust me, I've dated them all. Um, <laughs> but in tarot, the, the status of king is harmony with the element. So this is about understanding your own power. Maybe you just have not been aware of that you can have a sword or that you do and that you do have some power. And what I love about this, this is about where you're going to end up. This is about people of like mind working mm. toward common goals. So I think, and when I'm getting intuitively, what may have been happening is that everybody has their own agenda. Everybody has their own role. Your wife, mother, taxi driver. I don't know why that came into my head. Um, uh, fuck yeah, man. Yeah. You yes. And you're like, well, when do I get recognized for this? So it's about making it known, making it, you know, I'm driving you to your soccer game, bitches. You know, <laughs> you have to remind them that this is not to be taken for granted yeah. uh, in all of your relationships. And then you're going to see how quickly people respond. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry, mom. Yeah. Yeah. And then what's going to happen is that all of these relationships are going to coalesce around people of like mind working toward common goals. There's usually one person in a group relationship. Uh, and I'm not talking about, you know, Pornhub. I'm yeah. talking about real life. <laughs> There's usually oh one God. person real who functions more than the other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's a role. It's a role that you <laughs> occupy. It's usually specific. Uh, unfortunately, it's uh, gender specific. I remember my mother saying when I was a kid to my father, I have one job. And she was a very, she should have been working. But back then, there really wasn't a lot for women. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. She only have one job, and that's raising these kids. And damn it, they're going to be perfect. Well, perfect to her was like torture for me. Yes. But um, when you assume that role, uh, I went through that with my late partner. He had progressive dementia. And the more advanced his diagnosis became, the more responsible I had to become. And I loved doing it. But then it got, you know, every time I would call him, do me a favor, stop by and get this. It's like, well, can you give me the shopping list last? Can you ask how my day is going first? Because that would probably. Mm -hmm. So we start to feel resentful of 
roles that we've created and actually unconsciously enforced. Okay. This is my function, nothing more. But yeah. this is really a beautiful outcome because okay. it's everybody coming together and appreciating each other more than you've been able to because everybody goes on autopilot. Yep, absolutely. So okay. I don't know if that's, that's accurate or not. Uh, it certainly yeah. is encouraging. Yes, that's good. That's good. No, I love it. And yes, I drive them to soccer. Those bitches to soccer practice. That's spot on there. (laughs) there, (laughs) So when are they going to get their own license? Well, one does. It's just the car broke down. So then I have to drive the little sister. So yeah, Yeah. it's just different times. But yes, it's all it's all happening. It's just we're in we're in this this. Yeah, but you decided to get serious about it. And I think you were at that point. It's like, all right, I'm going to give this one more try. I'm going to be very specific about why I'm so bitchy today. Mm -hmm. And hopefully you're all going to catch on. But you did it enthusiastically. It's like, then we're just going to let everything shake out and let the chips fall where they may. And that's where the chips are going to fall. It's going to fall into you reconnecting with your own sense of empowerment. Okay. Because when you feel taken for granted, you don't feel very powerful. You feel... Yeah. Um, powerless powerless and then what i love is this card everybody coming together you know so people that's what i need yeah they don't too many people are depending on you but i also have to say that you allowed that fuck yes (laughs) and then usually a couple of years in we realize what we did so yeah, yeah, you know, it is yeah. not undoable. So these are two really positive readings, I think, and I'm probably going on way too long. No, I love it. These are hours, so that's good. I feel like there's um, nothing to edit. People in our in our audience too. I'm sure. I mean, we you know we we really do believe this. Like, what you're saying is not just for us. It really is this universal consciousness. And I feel like a lot of our listeners really need to hear this. That we can break out of the roles that we've created for ourselves and create freedom. Right? Like main story. I'm resonating with that myself. But I just love that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So thank you. When you heal one person, you heal the whole room. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what a, I love it. What a beautiful way to end this call. A beautiful gift. (laughs) A beautiful gift. Yeah. And I think we should uh, fly out. And I mean this. I don't say this shit and just like let it go. I want to come. I think we should go to New York. I think we should come and see you face to face and do another podcast or live show. Sure. I mean, it just, you're just so fun. And there's so much more that you yes. have inside in your mind that I want to get to know and pull out. And I feel and, the same way about both of you. Now imagine if we were all yeah. in the same physical space, it will get crazy. Girls. Crazy. Yes. yes. It's going to be, <laughs> I'm saying, yes. I'm yes. super, super, super excited about that. I think that would be yeah. a lot of fun. And we do like, I feel like we've just like, We've just hit the surface of of Anthony's light, like right there. Uh, Mayum, I totally agree with you because I mean, even the psychic kids story. And I just have to say about that. I just before we wrap up, I just want to say I really feel, Anthony, that you've saved so many lives in in that part of your life. I just mm-hmm. I keep seeing like all these beautiful young souls that are now older, and they they know you. They 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 are grateful for you. I, I just, I feel like you've saved their lives. You know, I, I, I just let them know that they were seen. Yes. I acknowledge you did. their existence. Yes. I try. I was one of the people. 
Uh, you know, yeah. but I would love to, you know, I've even been toying with the idea of how can I start that up virtually now? Yeah. Yes. We didn't have zoom back then. We had to no. physically go to right. all these different States and like, you know, yeah. being, I call myself the last of the rock and roll faggots. So yeah. <laughs> you know, when we're in Mississippi, it's like y'all one of them fancy boys. And I didn't know what that <laughs> fancier than her, you know, you're like, um, we call you like mulch down here. Well, I had no. I live in the city. We don't need mulch. Yeah. I found out what it was. I was like, oh, we're gonna chop me up and put me in the fields like that crazy Davis. Yeah. It was at Harvest Home. Oh my god! I, I should probably just stay in my hotel room. And, you know, it might be safer. Bar. Yeah, don't go to the pubs anymore. Don't. Well, don't, yeah. Don't keep no away from the tavern. <laughs> the fag alarm goes off. So. Oh, oh my so gosh. Funny. This is the best way it. to spend a morning. It really you. was. It really so was. Fun. So, much, so fun. much fun. You're fucking fabulous, like on so many levels. I'm so yes. honored and grateful that I got to connect with you and meet you the way that I did. And I hope this beautiful oh, friendship will continue. It's so going I to think. continue. So if I start live streaming again on a regular basis, I would love to have the two of you on. Absolutely. Oh, I love uh, maybe it. Maybe yeah. regularly. Like, yeah. You know, we'll have yeah, like first, first Monday of every month is like crazy bitch Monday. And then we all get together. <laughs> yeah. And um, do this. Crazy, crazy bitch. Yes. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I'm in. I love I'm it. In. And I, because <laughs> I'm a fucking crazy bitch. Perfect. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, I yeah, will. I'm down with that. I've never been accused of being sane or measured. So <laughs> these cannons are us. Okay. You are a gift it. to us. And you thank you. Thank you so it's much, been my friend. Such a pleasure. And I thank really you. appreciate it. So I guess this is it. Yes. Until next time, Thank my friend. You all. Namaste. We love Namaste. you. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye.